Welcome to Mom Reel, the podcast about real encouragement, real stories, and real about motherhood. Alrighty, so podcast episode two, and we have a special guest. Um, he's smiling, and I kind of forget that this is just audio. So uh, we have my husband, Landry Markowit, on the podcast today. Woo! Why'd you have to say my middle name? <laughs> Because, you know, I, that's how you are in my phone. So. I know. I don't understand why I'm that way in your phone to this day. It's, it's so funny to me. I just like it. I like it. So on this podcast, we are talking about marriage and kids. Uh, so I had some questions that uh, people had asked that I have. And we're just going to kind of run through them and just kind of see where this podcast leads from there. Sound good? Sure does. Okay. Um, so the first question that I had um, was, what were your first thoughts after finding out that I was pregnant? Well, before or after the heart attack? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, well, I mean, I was definitely surprised. Um, caught off guard would be an understatement, I think, is a, is a, fair, is a fair way to put that. Because, um, I mean... I don't know if you've told the the whole story uh, of that morning or moment or yet, but I mean, we woke up that morning, uh, you had gotten out of bed first and gone into the bathroom because we were driving out of town that day, just to have a fun day together. Um, and then you were, I remember kind of waking up and coming to a little bit and realizing you were in the, you were in the other bathroom and you were in there for a little while. I just assumed you were just getting ready, which I thought was kind of weird that you were doing it in that bathroom. But for those listening, long story short, she came in probably 10, 15, 20 minutes later um, and had been doing her makeup, but, <laughs> and I might be outing you a little bit here, came in and just did a, and we're, you were just full on tears and makeup and mascara <laughs> and in your bathroom and you looked at me square in the eye and, and I remember, and I'm, and I'm, and I remember sitting up and, and cause from my perspective, you, you walked in sobbing tears with mascara running down your face and I'm just waking up going what pardon the language what the crap just happened do who do I need to fight and you walked in and looked at me and said please don't be mad and what did I say after that um I showed you the pregnancy test yeah and obviously it was positive uh-huh uh, uh. oh my goodness Sorry, y'all. We're recording this podcast after we are putting our baby to bed, so I'm just going to leave that in the edit, and it'll be what it is. Because it's um, real. Because it's real. <laughs> um, but no, I handed you the I handed you the positive pregnancy test, and you looked at it, and you looked back at me, and you hugged me and said um, that I was going to be a great mom. Aww. I know. Yeah. yeah. I'm sweet. I know. But yeah, so... <laughs> Also, for those who don't know me or know me personally, I sarcasm is a love language for me. She knows this rather well. Um, yeah, so that was that was a very that was not the way that I was expecting the the process of finding out we're becoming parents to go. But it, we look back on it now, and it's a it's a sweet kind of story, and we just kind of sat there and took it in for a little while. Yeah, and then. How do you think that changed our marriage from that moment on? Like, what what shift do you see, like, looking back? Like, 
I mean, because we didn't know that that day that our whole lives were going to change. We didn't know that day that no. our marriage was going to change. Like, what, looking back, are you like, man, like, that shifted? I've never thought about that, to be completely honest with you. Um, I have, I've really never thought about that. But to be honest with you, if I if I do think about it, um, I mean, it was definitely one of those. I, I don't. I don't think it was like a conscious thought in that moment of how our marriage was going to change or our lives were going to change. I mean, there was just things just swirling because, like I said, you and you and I still went out of town that day. Like we were really debating whether just to get in the car and and still go down because we we're going to drive from from Fort Worth down to Waco, Texas, down to a farmer's market down there at, at Magnolia, which we actually ended up seeing some friends down there, which is which is great, and they were down there with their. Uh, with their child, which was kind of fun to kind of see that as like, hey, that's going to be us now. And we just found that out this morning. We wanted to tell them so bad. So it was it was very interesting. So I don't know if it was in that moment that 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 shifted, but it was one of those things you just kind of had to, we had to kind of start wrapping our heads around. Yeah, I think from, for, for me as like a female and just from my personal experience, I don't know if other moms are like this, but the moment that I found out, it was like immediately like, okay, I am no longer just responsible for me. Like my decisions and everything thereafter affect somebody else. Yeah. And not that it doesn't affect somebody else when you're married, but especially when you're pregnant, when that somebody else is attached to you and growing inside of you, like your yeah. own choices are, have such a different effect on a different body, a different human being that right. is living inside of you. And I, so I think for me, it was immediately like, oh my word, like there's stuff I got to do. There's mm-hmm. things that we have to do. And then I think it, it almost, well, it did. It brought me closer to you because mm-hmm. then it was something that we created together. Like what a joyous thing, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, you know, we're not here to get into the birds and the bees. Okay, you guys. But um, you know, it was just like a really sweet, sweet thing to realize too, that like, because we loved each other so much, like look what, what came from that. So, um, I don't know that, yeah. that part of it was really sweet. Yeah. The, so. the birds and the bees will be a different podcast. That one will be videoed. It's okay. It's <laughs> kidding. Stop it. Kidding. But. Okay. Okay. Anyway, next question. Um, one of the questions that, um, that we got asked was, how was the transition from it just being us to then being us plus Liam? So us being parents. How was that shift? Have y'all ever seen that meme where it's just the animated dog sitting in the cafe and everything's on fire and he says, it's fine. This is fine. That's that's about it. That, that pretty well sums it up. I wish y'all could see my face right now because my jaw just hit the floor. It didn't. I did not know that he was going to say that. <laughs> um, Am I wrong though? <laughs> Okay, okay, listen, I think... <laughs> listen, listen, Linda, listen. Listen, it's it's a hard transition, okay? Because you go from, you can go on date nights whenever you want, it's just you two. And when you're married and it's just you two... Yeah, you take your freedoms hella for granted. Oh, yeah, and it's like you're having a sleepover with your best friend every night. If y'all want to go get, you know, Whataburger... Um, shout out to my Texans. If y'all want to go get Whataburger at midnight and go get some Hub which, Chubs. Which we did. Which we did. We could do Okay, that. for the record, Hub Chubs are honey butter chicken biscuits. That sounds so bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah, they're, they're honey butter <laughs> chicken biscuits from Whataburger. 
Anyway, back to what I'm saying. Like, you could do that. If you wanted to go to a Jesse McCartney concert in Dallas, Gross. which I did. We did. Um, You're welcome. Which we did. Then we could do that. But now it's like you have to really think about what you're doing. Um, but I also think that so many people were like, your lives are going to be over once you have kids. And lies. we also haven't found that either. Complete lies. But I do think it's just... It's tough, man. That, I that, think if somebody says their life is over when they have kids, it's because they let their life be over. Yeah, yeah. I don't care if you disagree with that. It's just true. I'm sorry. It's just true. That's that's true. But I think that that when I'm talking about the difficulty, it's that initial transition. Sure. Because I do feel like I almost went through a grieving process. Of like Absolutely. I grieved. Sure. Like just having time, just the two of us. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I almost wouldn't even say the term grieve. I would say mourn. I mean, yeah. I, I guess you're kind of splitting hairs when you say that, but I would say mourning the loss of, and not even the loss, just mourning the transition of our quote unquote, our married, what I would call our married singleness, because we were, it, it was literally just us. We were two adults who could do literally go, go do whatever and do anything at any time. And that's a freedom that I don't want to say was lost, but it was happily surrendered when we had yeah. Leah. Yeah, I think that's a really good used word. A really good word to use is that surrender, because I think uh, as parents, like you know, as believers, we die to ourselves daily, mm-hmm. right? Or we're called to at least. We're called to at least. <laughs> um, Do uh, I? Absolutely not. Wow. Anyway, but as parents, like we automatically are put in a position of selflessness, correct? And thinking of our child before us, or and so should I, at least. Yeah, or should at least. And I think that's a really good thing. Like in the beginning is that you're like, oh my word, like I'm I'm having to train my brain to think in a new way right. and to process it a new way. So even though we love Liam and loved him at that time, right when we had him with everything that we had, it there was still I mean, like, we don't love him that much anymore. He's kind of annoying, but oh my word, I'm so. kidding, obviously. <laughs> then, no, but I understand what you mean yeah. though, but it's because it's like when you when you have that when I and when I say mourn the loss of our married singleness, and you, I, you may agree with that way I say that, you may not. That's fine, but it's like you could sit here and go, "Oh, you guys can't just pick up and go travel somewhere by yourselves and buy two plane tickets, pack a small suitcase, go for the weekend, and enjoy and come back." Can we do that anymore? Te- I mean, technically, yes. Is it as easy? Absolutely not. But it's like you sit here and you look at me and you say, oh, you can't do that now. And my initial reaction is going to be like, oh, that kind of stinks. But then you go hand me my child and you put him in my hands and I look at his, into his beautiful blue eyes and he smiles and I melt as a human being. And I go, oh, I couldn't even care less anymore. Right. And, it's, and it's just one of those. Does he consume our lives to a point where we can't do anything or don't do anything? No, of course not. We still go do things. We still drive out of town. We still take him. And he and he lives with us for, for those times. And he adapts and he does great and we love him and he and he's amazing does that do those things look different and do i have to plan more yes of course but that it's just an adapting period yeah i think that's a really great way of phrasing it is an adapting period and like speaking of adapting period i had a question that was put in the question box that was specifically parenting during the newborn phase and the person that put in the question was specifically asking about parenting during the newborn phase because this person said that they had a hard time not feeling like roommates during the newborn mm-hmm. phase. So why don't we speak to that a little bit and about our, you know, 
our circumstances, our relationship during that time. Because sure. obviously Liam isn't there anymore, no. but he was there. So yeah. it was just recent. Do you want to go first or no? Go for it. Because <laughs> you were the one. No. You were you were the one postpartum. So yeah, I mean, I think. As the mom, it was hard for me, um, and I do resonate with that feeling almost, you know, roommate-like mm-hmm. in that, because it's almost like you're both just on autopilot trying to keep another human alive, and that you didn't have to keep alive before. So when you are talk- when you use the term roommate, are you re- you're strictly referring to the fact that you two simply live together and you're not focusing on each other as husband and wife? Yes. Is that that is what you mean yes. by roommate? Okay. I just yeah. some people might hear that and just not really understand what you mean by that, and so that's why I wanted to clarify well, what like, you mean specifically by roommate. Even the lack of intimacy. You're literally just two adults living together, taking right. care of another human, and not yeah. focusing on each other at all. Yeah, I mean that's what I took from from their question sure. box was yeah. like they had a hard time feeling like that during that time yeah. of a newborn and just wanted us to speak to our experiences in it. Sure. And I just want them to feel seen and yeah. know that like that was, I felt like that. Sure. You know, that was And I, I think there's a certain point where all parents feel like that because at a certain point, yeah. you, to keep your sanity, you kind of have to do whatever you have to do. And I, and I don't want to sound dramatic when I say survive, but a little bit survive because you're, getting sometimes depend and, and again you know as well as I do all kids are different but your your kids sleeping one to two hours a night on and off there and there and though you're getting up to change diapers in the middle of the night and, and you're taking turns or you should be at least and you're just you're literally having to go through the motions just to get him acclimated to life in the world and in, in, in oxygen so it's just one of those things where I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing to be there, I think it's bad if you stay there. That's really good. So, I, I really like that. So it, it's not... You should never feel bad for being there because that's just that's just having a newborn. It's bad if you stay there. That's really good. So. I really like that. Because I think, too, at the beginning, like so many people were like, oh, you're going to feel like so much love and so much all sure. this for each other. And yes, we... Like I did have... And I you're also going to want to go cry in a closet and that's okay. Yeah. Like I cannot tell you the amount of Guy love I had for Landry the first time I saw him hold Lamb. Like it unlocks a different level of love and intimacy in our marriage seeing him hold our child. Like that's just... Yes. It... I, I just can't even explain it. And I'm sure from, yeah. from the guy's point of view, same for the mom. Like yeah. when we have the baby, it's like, man, I didn't know I could love this woman any more than I already did. But yeah. look how amazing she is. I mean, that's just what I'm assuming goes through your head. But. I mean, if you have to assume something, it's not a terrible thing to assume, but <laughs> it's still an assumption. I'm just kidding. She, she is absolutely correct. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there at the same time, you bring that, that kid home and you're just, like you said, you're just on autopilot. You're mm-hmm. trying to, you know, get this kid fed every couple hours. You're waking up and you're doing this. Yeah. And, and again, keep in mind, that's coming from the perspective of the guy that wasn't feeding this little thing from my chest uh, and draining those nutrients from my body and literally trying to survive and <laughs> do that. Well, yeah, yeah. And now I'm not the one making milk here. Yeah. So this is from the perspective of me trying to support you. Uh, in any way I physically can as somebody who's not keeping this child alive, literally. Well, and that actually kind of leads into the next question mm-hmm. that I got that um, people were wanting to know was how did how did partnership look like for us in parenting or how does it look like in parenting? 
So do you want to kind of talk about the newborn phase since that's kind of where we're at right now, sure. like where we were at, or do you want to talk about kind of what partnership looks like right now with him being, you know, eight months basically? I mean, yes, with which part do you want me to talk about? Well, why don't we start with newborn since that's where we were at. So okay. why don't we speak a little bit to, you know, where, how partnership looked during newborn phase? Because we already just talked about how it can feel like your roommates mm -hmm. in that. I mean, there's no intimacy. Obviously, we know there's no intimacy for at least six weeks. Yeah. So sometimes more. Yeah. Um, and so you can kind of have that. But, you know, I know that you, one of the things that you did during that was help with the diaper changes. When I got up, you got up. Mm -hmm. And that was really helpful because even though I was the one that was breastfeeding him, like we were changing his diaper in between sides. Right. And so... You know, I would sit up in bed, I'd breastfeed him on one side, you'd go change his diaper, bring him back. Yep. Um, because we changed his diaper way too many times on the bed and he would pee or poop on the bed. <laughs> so we, I don't know how y'all parents do it who have those little yeah. nightstand diaper nah. changing things. Nah. Like, do y'all just wash your duvet covers every single day? Or Yeah, I you, uh, I don't know, you, maybe we're wrong, but you have to. Yeah, anyway. But um, he, you would do that, and sure. then you'd bring him back, and then I'd breastfeed him on the other side, and then, you know, go to bed. So that was back one thing that you did that was really, like, partnership sure. in there. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, what, what can you speak about from your point of view? Like, what did partnership look like in that phase? Um, I mean, the word sacrifice definitely <laughs> takes on a whole new meaning when it comes to that. Um, I mean, and, and, and I mean sacrifice in the best of terms. You just... Again, you from and again from a guy's perspective, I I have the perspective I have because I've had one child. Uh, ever, uh, there's guys out there that have completely different perspectives, and those are entirely valid. And same thing from the mom's perspective. So again, everything I'm talking about comes from the perspective of the one seven month child that I have, um, seven month old child that I have. Eight month. Mm, tomato, tomato, <laughs> pota tomato, potato. Um, when. Again, like she said earlier, when you, when you see your wife give birth and, and go through what she... You wouldn't say your birth was ter was terribly arduous or, or long, but at the end of the day, when as a guy, when you see your wife go through, no matter how hard or easy, quote-unquote, it was, when you see your wife go through that, you go, oh, you want a diamond ring, a bigger one? You got it. You want foot rubs every night? You got it. Like, it's... You, you just... You have a completely different perspective of, of what she can do. Um... And partnership in that sense, it's like, oh, I have to get up and change some diapers. I lose a little bit of sleep. Boohoo! Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Get over it. Like, you'll, you'll, you're not gonna die. You're, you're gonna go back to sleep. You're gonna get sleep. This, this stage ends. They grow up. Okay, move yeah. on. Move on. Next. Well, it, it's it, in in hindsight, in the perspective, in the larger grand scheme of things, it's not that big a deal. Yeah. Well, and one thing that you did that I have used as an example before. Um, and continued to use it as an example. Um, yeah, was when um, I can't remember how old Liam was, but it was around Christmas time because he was born in November. Yes. Christmas, obviously, December twenty fifth. Yes. Um, and uh, I told you he he really had not napped, and he yes. really didn't nap well until after he got over his four month growth spurt. Before yes. that, he really naps like 30 minutes maybe yeah um unless he was being held and then he would nap a little bit longer yeah, he but would nap I, yeah but i was just exhausted and i remember i was upstairs in bed with him because i was just so tired 
and you came upstairs and I was just bawling my eyes out. Yeah. And you said, uh, you came, you know, you sat on the bed and you said, I'm going to take him. You just rest for a little bit and we're okay. And you went downstairs with him and I could hear him crying and knew that he was fussing. And again, he's a newborn, so things happen. But you knew what to do. Yep. You did that. And I remember... He eventually fell asleep on my chest. Yes. He fell asleep on, on you on the couch. Yeah. Right. And even though, like, I was so exhausted, I don't even know if I even slept. But just not having to worry about his well-being in that moment after yeah. being so hyper... Fixated you know, on, fixated like him. Fixated on him yeah. was just such, like, a relief. And I just remember laying in bed and crying and just being like, man, I'm just... Like, I was just so thankful in that moment that you had him. Yeah. And so for me, that was one thing that, what partnership looked like in that. So why don't we transition now to what partnership looks like now as he's eight months old versus newborn. And, you know, we're both back at work. I'm I'm working and uh, basically working full time, but only in the office, you know, uh, for, for limited days because of childcare stuff. And then you know, you're working full time now. And so like, what does that, yeah. what does partnership look like now for us? If you want to speak to that. I mean, it's going to get different and it's going to become more, I would say streamlined and we can kind of build that process a little bit more. I mean, now that he's, I mean, he's, he's his own little person now, even at eight months. I mean, he's crawling, he, he's saying mama and dada now, and he's saying his own little words and he's, crawling everywhere and crawl, pulling up on things and the the padded corners are now officially having to become a thing and he's eating real food and all this stuff guys did you know she's in a baby led weaning facebook group sorry that's an inside joke um <laughs> sorry again that's an inside joke um but i mean it just it's one of those things where the partnership aspect doesn't change but the detail aspect of it does and you mm-hmm. just have to be flexible yeah. enough to just move around that um it, That's it's so good. it's going to it's going to look different thank you it's going to look different <laughs> tomorrow it's going to look different the day after that it's going to look different the day after that it's going to look different next week it's going to look different next month it's going to look different next year um so but, so wait let's go back to that little nugget i'm going to do a tim ross here and and just go back and marinate on that little nugget. So you said that the partnership stays the same. The aspect of the partnership and the, the heart act. behind it doesn't change, but the actions and the meaning behind it does. Okay, so say that again a little bit slower. The aspect, the the concept, and the aspect of the partnership doesn't change, but the details and the and the the details and the ask. I'm sorry. The meaning of the of the partnership does not change but the aspects and the details of it therefore inside do change just because they so have to be to because it. he gets older yeah so just to simplify it the meaning of the partnership stays the same the sure. details change yes 100% yeah so man you are just spitting truth tonight that's so good i tell it's no lies but that is really good because I mean, I think for me, too, partnership has looked so different, and it's been full of ups and downs. I mean, sure. there have been times where I've it's had to life. ask you more for help, and there's been times where you've even had to come to me and said, if you had just asked me, yeah. I would have done it. Right. And, you didn't ask. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> I can't of, read your mind as exactly. much as I'd like to. My life would be so easy. And moms, one thing I want to encourage you in your marriage is ask. Communicate. Please, yeah. for the love of God, communicate. Because what I found with Landry, at least, at least in our relationship, is that nine times out of ten, you wanted to help. You 100%. Just, you just didn't Ten help. times out of ten, I wanted to help. Yeah. I never don't want to help you. 
there's times I, there's times that I might be frustrated with you and I might not be I might not communicate that clearly or, or well just out of sheer frustration or tiredness or whatever but my heart to help you has never changed yeah and I think you know women we need to also think about okay I may see those dishes in the sink or that trash that needs to be take, taken out or those pump parts that need to be washed but he may not know and and know about that you know and so even though we see it like we also can't assume things about them um, and one thing that really helped me because I was kind of freaking out about the pump part stuff and um, we were staying with a lot of family during the holidays and um, you know I had family helping out washing my pump parts and I was really nervous okay well when you know Landry and I get back to our life who's gonna help me wash my pump parts and I remember Landry one day just saying he's like just show me how to do it and now you know how to wash my pump parts. You know how to get in the nitty gritty. You know how to make well, sure all the milk's out. I could have washed them before, but there's a specific way you wanted me to. So let's be well, clear. Yes. On that. Okay. No, there's a specific way you have to do it. All okay. moms know that because sure. you have to have it sanitized and all okay. sorts of things. Sure. Okay. It's, it, it's sterilized. It's a whole thing. <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, but like tonight, for example, what partnership looks like right now in our marriage is like when I was putting Liam down, you did the. Dishes. Yep. So, you know, that was like something that when I walked out, all the dishes were done minus I pump at night before we go to bed. And yep. so minus those pump parts that I pump and then I wash again. But the sink is cleared. Right. And that is like what partnership looks like right now. But some nights partnership looks like, hey, I did what I could to put him down. I got to tap yeah. out and, and I need your help. Well, it's like you've seen this quote as well. You've seen when how Brene Brown talks to her husband as she comes home and has had a really rough day and she looks at him and goes, I got 20. I'm talking about percentile. Like, marriage is not 100-100. It's not 50-50. It's, sometimes it's 20 and you've got 80. Sometimes it's 90 on mine and you've got 10. And it's just, and you and you figure that, you got you make 100% equally. Yeah. And you just figure out what, where that partner is by communicating to them and effectively communicating to them where you are and then you acting accordingly. Oh, absolutely. And I think... I don't want women to also hear this and be like, man, they must be good at communication. We're no. not. Yeah, we're, no. we're really not. We're, we're really learning. And I think that having Liam has challenged us and has challenged us to be better servants for each other, too. Sure. Um, I think we were pretty good, fairly good, I would say decently good communicators even before Liam. Are we perfect at it? No. Are there days that we never communicate? Ashamedly, yes. There, yeah. we're, we're human. There's, there's days where... Work is more stressful than, than others, and there's days that challenge us way more than some maybe should, and there's days that you and I wake up and we're blissfully in love, and it's just those, those days happen, and I think we all need to have grace for each other in in the day-to-day ins and outs because those, those days are not all going to be sunshine and rainbows when you wake up. It's just how it is. It's life. Absolutely. They weren't like that when you were single. They weren't like that when you're married, and they're so like not gonna be like that when you have a kid yeah that's true they just amplify everything well um kind of transitioning to the last two questions that we have and for y'all that are wondering what is that that noise that keeps sorry happening? i'm drinking a drink yeah landry is drinking unsweet tea he lives in the south and drinks unsweet tea listen so. I, there's judgment in that tone and i don't <laughs> receive that Okay. I like sweet tea. I just prefer un. Excuse there, me. There you go. Uh, all right. So our last two questions um, from you guys that, that submitted. Um, one of the questions, that this last question says, uh, what do you see as challenges for a marriage after having kids? 
sex. No, I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Wow. Okay. Kidding. So we only have one kid. Let it be. We only have one kid, but I mean, realistically, yeah, like intimacy is really tough after having kids. Like, let's just lay that out and be real here. Sure. I mean, I said it. (laughs) You said it. Yeah. I said it. I went there. Yeah, intimacy after having a kid, a kid, like let's just use our our example. Yeah. A kid is super, super tough. I think that was something that I wasn't expecting to be hard because it was so easy for us beforehand. So yeah, so definitely intimacy, like after sure. having kids. And I, I wasn't expecting that as much because it wasn't really a problem before we mm, had kids. No. And so I just thought, or a kid in sure. our case, and so I just thought, like, oh, like, we're going to be the same. We're going to have the same type of relationship and yeah. intimacy drive afterwards and after that, you know, six-week visit. And that just was not the case. So I think that was probably one of our biggest challenges that yeah. we had um, after having after having Liam, for sure. sure. I think one of – I see these videos on social media all the time, and to be completely frank, they kind of piss me off a little bit. But it's like those videos, like there. I've seen one where it's it's a, it's a, they put a soundbite or some audio over it. But it's it's the it's a guy who's like, right as the six week postpartum, uh, one woman goes to her six week postpartum appointment and the doctor clears them for sex, et cetera, and he's just at home going, <laughs> I'm ready, and that's such a stereotype of, of the man's experience. And it's, and if and if that's you, okay, great, congratulations, you deserve a medal. But that was, to be honest, that wasn't my experience. At mm-hmm. six weeks, I was still bleeding from the eyes. Not neither one of us were sleeping, and we were still trying to figure out how to be yeah. partners. And to be honest, sex was the furthest thing from our mind. Absolutely. And that's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And did we eventually get to the point where we realized we had to continue to fight to prioritize that in our lives and and have that connection? Yes. Yeah. And but that was not at six weeks. No. <laughs> good and, lord, and no. This. That topic specifically, like <coughs> in, intimacy after having kids, is going to be a whole separate podcast. So sure. I it don't want be. you guys to like be like, oh my gosh, they're talking about this, and I wish I could hear more. Um, we're going to be talking be. about this more um, intimacy after having kids later on. Um, but yeah, that was like one of our our big challenges. I think one of the second biggest challenges, or the second, at least in my point of view, after having kids was like the shift between us like the just like our relationship like you said before we're no longer just single but married like getting able to do what we want when we want it was more so like okay we really have to communicate now like we had to communicate beforehand but now there's a premium on it like there is yeah before before the communication we got we got to do was practice We're, we're in the game now yeah like we are there yeah and that was that was hard, and I think romance even like when you have a romance kid, looks entirely different. It's romance so different. does not equal sex anymore. Yeah. It does, but there is the the playbook on romance. Uh, before there was a pamphlet on romance. Now it's a dictionary. Yeah, on I mean, I definitely think that we can grow like. in what our romance looks like. Like I'm sure. just being straight up with you. I mean, guys. you you just said I I cleaned the dishes for you tonight. Yeah, and you thanked me for that. Was that not a little? I wasn't trying to necessarily be romantic, but did you not? feel taken care of and no, romanced in that moment in that slight little thing oh absolutely because so. i felt served right. in that moment correct and um but i mean it's also it's also your house too 100 so percent, which is partly my responsibility in that yeah, as well absolutely exactly. yeah, but yeah. more or less why my point is romance looks different yeah it for can sure. for sure um so like 
now, as we've talked about the challenges, let's finish the podcast with this last question. And I saved the best for last for a reason, hitting on the high note. Um, this question was asked, and I think it's so, so good. So I'm so glad we're ending on this. But what was something that you think surprised you about marriage after having kids? It's a wonderful question. I never have thought about that. So Well, I'll tell you my I'm answer. sure you probably have thought about it, so go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I have definitely thought about it. So the thing that has surprised me about my marriage after having kids is like how intimacy changes. Like I know we've talked a lot about intimacy in the sense of like sex, but I think my intimacy for you has changed. Like it unlocked a part of my heart that I didn't even know existed for mm. you because of him. Right. And so for me, that was like, and it was like immediate. Like, yeah. n- like not just when I found out I was pregnant, but like getting to experience that with you. Like if anything were to happen to us and our marriage, like I would always have that part of you because I have Liam. Sure. And so it unlocks that in my heart. And that's how the Lord designed it. Like, right. He designed it like that. And well, so I and think, the fact he's my clone, so well, there's that. Well, yes. But <laughs> I think that's what surprised me the most about yeah. it, was right. how much my love for you changed and how much our intimacy in the sense of, like, you know, just emotional, mental intimacy, spiritual yeah. intimacy even, how that changed was, you know... A depth that it's I a, was not. It's a bond on a level. You get yeah. to a bond on a level that you you can't experience when you're just married, when you don't have kids. Yeah, and it's that's just, that's just the truth. Yeah, it's, it's just the truth. And I, I think that can you get close? Sure. Is it the same? Not even close. I think that's what surprised me the most. And like currently, one of my favorite things is like getting to smile together with Liam and yeah. laugh together with him and yeah. seeing him do things for the first time and getting to look at each other and just have this sense of beaming pride that's mm-hmm. on both of our faces. And yeah. I don't know, like people tell you your marriage changes when you have kids. And, you know, statistics say that most people within 10 years after having kids that are married say that their marriage is actually worse off. And that's a statistic. You can Google that, you guys. That is a Googleable statistic that most people after 10 years that are married and have kids now this is not believers this is just people in general this was taken from a 2021 study say that they are actually less happy in their marriage after having kids with 10 years and so i think for me it's been like not a surprise to have that depth because we are believers so we do have that covenant relationship but it's just been such a joy and such a, a depth of love that i just didn't know I didn't know it existed. Not that it happened on every day, but no. I think no. that's what surprised me the most. And it will continue not to happen on every single day, but it's something you strive for. Yeah, but do you agree with that? Like, what, what has been your your thing that has surprised you in our marriage about having kids or a kid right now? And I don't really know. If this is this is just me personally. This isn't like some deep word of wisdom of of my experiences. I, I I literally it's it just and it's something that's just kind of funny and anecdotal, but I I just it never ceases to make me giggle that I physic it is physically impossible for me to open up my phone and go into my camera roll and look at any picture of him. I do not care if he is smiling into that camera or covered in feces. I look at him 
and I physically cannot stop myself from smiling. It is impossible. You yeah. can't, I, whether it's voluntary or involuntary, I cannot not smile when I look at him. It's physically impossible for me. Like, you want to know what I'm looking at when I'm looking at my phone? If I'm just smiling, beaming ear to ear, let's, you know what I'm looking at. Yeah. No, it's just sure. it's just impossible and it's just it's so funny to me. i'll catch myself and i will just be i'll almost be drooling like my my mouth is just open i'm smiling so hard when i'm looking at videos and photos of him and i'm like yeah. oh god i need to stop because <laughs> i look like an idiot right now i know he's he really is the best so, i love him that's probably my biggest surprise well thank you so much for taking the time which the time being in our own home yes. after we put our kid to bed. Yes. <laughs> but thank you for um, being on here, being open and vulnerable with me um, about this. We covered a lot today, you guys. Um, and I literally only took the questions that I had from you all um, when I did that little question box and asked you guys what you would want to hear from us. Um, those were the first ones that came up and what we end up having time for. But if you guys want to see Landry back on the podcast or, you know, hear more things about this type of thing with partnership or marriage and things like that, uh, make sure to, you know, leave a comment for us or, you know, email us, let us know. Thank you so much for subscribing to the podcast, wherever podcasts are. Um, listen to Spotify. Um, you know, Apple, Apple Podcast, Podcast yep. all the places. Thank you guys for listening, for supporting, and um, hope you guys have a, a great day, great night, whatever you're doing. Hope it's great, and I'll see you guys on the next one.